Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Season 1, Episode 2 of TopCast, your service management podcast. Today, we're going to chat about adding value through remote work, and so let's get into it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to our second episode. Apparently, you liked our first one, so thanks for coming back. Um, obviously, before we get started, I'll reintroduce myself for those who forgot. My name is Braden, and I am a, an employee of Top Desk, and, and also now an amateur podcast host. So, um, going to be great chatting with you guys over the next few episodes and talking to different people uh, as we go. So, for today, uh, like I said, we're focusing on remote working, and for our guest today, we actually have uh, the Top Desk Canada. Managing Director Robert Vandergulik on the other line today. So, uh, Robert, welcome to the podcast. I hope you're ready to get your brain picked today a little bit about remote working. Hi, Braden. Thank you for having me, and let's have some fun today talking about remote working. Absolutely. Um, so, in terms of just your role for for background for the listeners, for those who don't know you as well as I might know you, um, what do you do at Top Desk? And, and uh, explain a little bit more fun about yourself as well. Okay, well, well, for the people that don't know me, I'm I'm Robert. I uh, work as managing director for Top Desk Canada, and I've been working in service management for just over a decade. So I've got quite some experience with helping customers, uh, delivering great services to their customers, but through their to their uh, colleagues. And uh, yeah, fun parts about me: I moved to Canada two years ago with my family, so I'm uh, enjoying myself and my family a lot here in uh, Canada. It's taking remote working and that definition in a whole other way. Unreal. Um, so now that we're kind of acquainted and the people kind of know what you do and what you might do in a day, um, let's actually dive into today's topic, which is what everyone's here for. So um, just from your perspective, Robert, I'm kind of curious um, with more people working from home around the world and and to put sort of a, a bit of background to this episode as well. We're right in the smack dab middle of the pandemic right now. So with more people sort of uh, adjusting and, and working remotely around the world, um, how do you see this changing business in the long run and and, and things you've seen so far? Uh, yeah, I think that's a really good question. And especially if you look at the time we're currently in, you see a big change in uh, people's perception of working remotely. And I think what you saw before the pandemic kicked in is there was a lot of reluctance in having people working from home and it was more of an exception than a rule. And now the pandemic actually forced the majority of people to work from home. And you, you, I think a lot of people also experienced that it's actually pretty, going pretty okay. I think one of the other things too, like I was reading a couple articles um, prior to us recording this episode today, uh, and it seemed like a few years ago, there were a couple of larger organizations um, who were really backtracking on remote work, thinking that it was going to be sort of detrimental to their business and how it functions. Why do you feel larger corporations um, see, see remote working in a negative light? Yeah, and I think that comes down to uh, perhaps a trust issue. And uh, when I look at it, it I, I think it comes down to uh, three core values. And um, uh, I think it's also the core values that we preach a lot within TopDesk. Uh, but I think it comes down to those three, which is trust, freedom, and responsibility. And I think in many, and especially bigger organizations, it's hard to trust all the people that work for you and trust them to do the right things when they work from home. 
Um, and it's not only trust, it's also like if you give the people the trust to uh, work from home, uh, they also should take that responsibility to do their job. Um, and for that, you also need to give them a lot of freedom because, of course, it's impossible to tell, well, if you have 100 employees, all the 100 individuals what to do on a day. So they should use their own freedom and responsibility to make sure uh, that they still do a, a good job. And I think if you look at the current pandemic we're in, uh, people are forced to work from home. And I think it opens up the eyes of a lot of uh, people also in management positions that people are actually trying to do their best to add value to their organization, even working remotely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think the other thing, too, is like, I guess a lot of people, um, when they get the freedom that you're talking about, and that's something that uh, obviously Top Desk instills in, in our employees, but I guess in other organizations and, and people just naturally um, start to question themselves. And, and sometimes you can get into into sort of negative thought, um, kind of thinking like, oh, do they think I'm working? Do the members of your team that is? So do they think I'm working? Do they uh, value my work equal to theirs? and different things like that and so i think sort of um, in combination with the things you mentioned like the trust freedom responsibility and having sort of that positive mindset uh, is pretty pretty big for any organization to have success with remote work so kind of moving on from the broad scope of remote work into like focusing on uh, our our organization and how we how we work through it um i know you mentioned sort of top desk perspective with trust, freedom, responsibility, but uh, is there anything else that you feel personally that uh, you're able to do to get the most out of your employees? And me being one of them, I'm super curious. So um, <laughs> is there anything, yeah, is there anything else that you think really helps enable your your team? I think that's a really good question. Uh, the answer is not that easy. Uh, there's another uh, thing I would like to mention as well, which I think is an important thing. Um, if you look at people working from home right now, I think there is one big difference from working from home before and hopefully working uh, from home after the pandemic. And that is that people are now forced to work from home. So it's not a choice we make ourselves anymore. We have to work from home. And I think that actually introduces the other challenge of how do you keep the morale within a team high um, and i think that is something that is hard to manage uh, especially during uh, these times i think it is a culture that should already be in place before everything happened and also if we move ahead like after the pandemic when people work from home it should be part of that culture where you trust uh, the people that work from home and they use the freedom and responsibility they have um, and i think if you look at top desk uh, that is something that we well, basically recruit on. So it's uh, uh, in our recruitment process, we look for people that can deal with that freedom and responsibility. So it's easy to trust them. And then it's also uh, something that people will do themselves. Uh, and I think there is a lot of great initiatives also in our own team uh, that didn't come or came through me, uh, but through the individuals using their freedom to uh, come up with some nice ideas, like having a, a remote coffee chat or uh, uh, sitting together at the table and uh, sharing a lunch, uh, working remotely, uh, doing a fun game uh, during business hours or even outside business hours. Yeah, I definitely think all those um, all those different sort of more human-to-human -human interactions really help me, I guess, throughout the day just to keep the team spirit there as well so that definitely adds a ton of value for me i guess there's obviously the negative side where uh, you have those sort of we'll call them toxic thoughts of like 
is my work actually being valued and all these other things, but there's also sort of a positive side to this as well, right? So remote working also has a ton of benefits as well. Um, one of the biggest things is, um, I guess, people who have been remote working maybe prior to this who weren't necessarily forced into that environment. Well, in the study that I read about in this article, uh, there's actually 78% of people who feel that they're more productive at home. Um, so I, I don't know whether that is necessarily for people who are just strictly like independent workers um but uh, yeah i was i was kind of shocked to see 78 percent of people being more productive at home to be honest with you because i always found myself more productive uh, in a team environment but it's definitely an interesting number to me so yeah i just was wondering your thoughts on that yeah i think it's an interesting uh, statistic and it depends i guess also uh, how you look at it um I think work is about being productive, but it's also about having fun and, and keeping the morale high. Uh, so if you just look at productivity, I can imagine if you don't have the distractions of the people around you, you can get work done quicker. Uh, it does not always mean you're making the same amount of hours and doing the similar amount of work. The other uh, half of this as well, in addition to uh, being productive, is is having employees, like you said, with high morale and keeping the morale high. And a lot of people right now, especially when uh, you're forced into this sort of environment, like I said before, um, if you have kids or anything like that at home or at home distractions, what are some of the ways you personally have found to, I'm going to say combat that, but it's really not the word I want to use. We'll call it combat that for argument's sake. So what are some of the strategies that you have to, to work from home in the environment that you're in? Yeah, that was actually another thought. So uh, um, uh, it's it's a good question because I feel like um, if you look at the if, if the mentality of going into the office and, and you're in the office at nine, leave at five, um, and then you go back to your personal life. Uh, so you don't bring your work back home. Uh, but when you work home, basically it's becoming the same thing. Uh, so you have the distractions of uh, perhaps kids around you or you just want to do the dishes in between the things you want to do for work. And I think it will uh, basically uh, take away that strict, well, let's uh, call it a wall between uh, doing your personal stuff and your work. Uh, so what you will see is that people will try, to, will find new ways of doing their work and, and not specifically between nine and five anymore, but they might actually work an extra hour in the evening or in the early morning before the kids wake up. Um, and I think that is also a challenge for people to find that new work-life balance working from home. Yeah, I definitely can appreciate that. I obviously don't have don't have kids running around just yet. Um, but yeah, it's been an adjustment for me as well, um, living at living at home and, and working at home as well. So moving toward um, other organizations, and I know in your role, um, you frequently speak with IT managers and, and service desk managers, all having to make this adjustment as well. For them, what are some of the pros and cons that you foresee um, just handling their service desk tasks and remote working? Yeah, so what you see with uh, uh, yeah, organizations, especially now during the pandemic, is that they had to shift gears. Uh, instead of supporting 10%, 20% of the employees working from home once in a while, it changed into the majority of people working from home. Uh, and they had to do all kinds of things to make sure that everybody could do it, whether it's upgrading the VPNs or making sure that you have the bandwidth uh, with the applications you, you have to support your employees. 
or rolling out laptops um, uh, because people had desktops before. And uh, one of the customers I was talking to uh, in the first week of this pandemic was so busy in trying to find all the laptops to uh, basically enable all the workers to work from home. Um, but now that is done, everybody is ready to work from home and also continue working from home after the pandemic. And I think then you as an IT department want to be close to the people or you want to at least lower the bar for people to find you. So you want to be online, uh, which could be uh, through a chat, a, a portal, uh, but you want to make it easy for people to find you, to find knowledge, to uh, create a request. Because I think uh, one of the big distractions in work is not the kids that walk around or the colleague that wants to talk to you or the laundries that are waiting for you. It's basically IT not working for you. So if, uh, for instance, you're doing uh, 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 banking kind of things and the bank application is not working, you can't do your job anymore. And I think that is uh, often underestimated how dependent we are on all the IT services provided by all the IT services, but also the teams behind it. So lastly, if we kind of bring it back to just adding value with remote working to a service desk, are there any other sort of tips and tricks that uh, maybe if you if you weren't fully prepared for this as a service team that you would have for them? So um, if you're making this adjustment, like we said, sort of abruptly, how can a service desk ad make adjustments today? I think transparency might be the answer and then transparency regarding knowledge. Uh, so if as a service desk, you're able to share knowledge uh, with your employees, with your colleagues, with your customers, uh, it will make it easier for them to find the information, to help themselves where possible, and to make sure that you can spend the time on where you can add value instead of being disrupted with, let, let's call it the frequently asked questions or uh, the returning type of requests. Uh, and I think that is a quick win that every IT department could implement right now if they didn't already do that. Thanks very much for your time today, Robert. Really appreciate it. I'm happy to happy to pick your brain and, and get some of your input on this remote working situation that we're all in. So um, and to our listeners, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to episode two. We appreciate it. Um, hopefully we'll continue to trend upward with this new podcast we've taken on. Um, so you can expect episode three in about two weeks um, where we're going to actually focus on customer centricity. And I'm not going to give you the guest name just yet, but I will say that we are going international. If you found this useful, insightful, or just plain helpful to listen to, feel free to like or comment on the episode. And if you don't, well, they're only going to get better. Social media handles and links are down below. Take it easy, everybody.